Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. If you're listening to this in real time, it is July 13th, which means that I am officially hitched. However, I am pre-recording these episodes, so I'm actually recording this on June 30th and I can't even tell you right now about how my wedding is and how it went and what the day was like. I am going to assume it's going to be beautiful and magical and amazing and all the things I had hoped for. But if you were following me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie, then perhaps you saw a little bit of the behind the scenes and know that I am now actually in real time, actually in BC on our honeymoon. So it's always so weird pre-recording because I know like there's so much coming up and I love to share things in real time. But of course, when you are planning to take some time off, uh, this is how you got to manage your business. You got to plan, you got to prep ahead. And it is important for me to actually step away from the computer as it is for anybody that's listening. We have to plan. We have to take time away from work and go explore and rest and connect with friends, family, loved ones, whoever that might be. And more importantly, even just connecting with yourself. I'm sure so many of you have been feeling the effects that this past year and a half have has had on you and on your stress and perhaps your sleep. And I know that I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast that I've been definitely overworking in the past year and a half. You know, it was a real challenge not to when you work from home and then everything is pretty much closed and there's nowhere to go. And then you're just stuck at home and you're like, what am I going to do? I guess I'll just work some more. So I definitely got caught into that cycle, even though I was conscious of like taking my weekends off and, and stuff like that. My Mondays through Fridays, there are times of just like really overfilling it and I'm done with that. I am done with that. So I'm taking lots of time off this summer and I'm really excited for that. It's important that I am in integrity with that. You know, being a coach, both a business coach, a hormone nutritionist, and really supporting women in their everyday lives, whether it's health or business, it's important that I am leading in a way that I'm teaching my clients, right? So if I'm telling my clients to manage their stress levels and take time off and slow down, it's really important that I am walking my own talk. So I'm really excited for what's to come this summer and really enjoying it and uh, truly being present for it all. So like I said, being that you're listening to this on July 13th, I've got nothing right now to say actually about my wedding, but that will be coming shortly. Once I am back from my honeymoon, I will be sharing all of the details and behind the scenes. And of course, I'll be sharing all kinds of photos, which you will probably be seeing my Instagram feed full of over these next couple of weeks. So be sure to check that out over there. So before we dive into our episode, I wanted to share this really interesting coffee elixir that I just made. I literally threw all of the things in there and um, all of my favorite things and a lot of the products I talk a lot about on this on this podcast. So I made a coffee 
I made a mushroom coffee from Four Sigmatic. And you know what? I only use half of a pack. I find that that's, that's enough for me. I don't even need the caffeine per se. I often drink decaf a lot, um, but I had some Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee on hand. So I decided to use that. And I put in, like I said, just half of a pack, put in some boiling water, I put in a little splash of the caramel nut pods, and then I added in some of the Harmony chocolate blend from Organifi. So Harmony is a blend of amazing herbs to support women's menstrual cycles and PMS pain and energy levels, and it tastes delicious. So I put a scoop of that in, not even a full scoop, probably like two two thirds of the way. And then I added in some collagen powder from Canprev. And then I added in about half a dropper full of the regular strength CBD oil from Eaton Hemp. And trust me, once it's in there, like CBD oil, like especially a really good CBD oil, like the Eaton Hemp one, when you taste it, I normally just put a dropper full right under my tongue. And when you do taste it, it's pretty strong. Like it has that very strong hemp taste to it. And so I threw it in there and honestly, I then I poured it into my Vitamix, blended it all up. It was so delicious and frothy and I got it all in there. Got some amazing herbs, some collagen, CBD oil, all the good stuff, all of my favorite things. And it is just one way to really up level my coffee. So you can find Camprev products across Canada. And of course, if you're in the US, you can find them online. They, there's some great websites like naturesource.com or Natural Nutrition that do ship to the US. Eatenhemp.com. You can use the coupon code Healthy Hormones and save 20% off store, uh, store wide there on, on their site. On any of their products, they have some fantastic products. And I do love the CBD oil. It's my go to. And with Organify, you can save 15% off with the coupon code Healthy Hormones. And that is OrganifyShop.com. So Healthy Hormones, head on over there. And one of my favorite products is Harmony, which I just mentioned. And I love to use that. Okay, so switching gears, diving into our episode today, I'm really excited to talk about these eight common mistakes that I see women making when it comes to their health and their hormones and their body. And I'm going to kick this off with a a bit of a controversial one, a, a controversial topic, and that is around protein. It is a mistake that I am seeing more and more across the board with our clients, and that is that they are either under eating or completely avoiding animal products and specifically animal protein. Now, I am all for eating plant-based foods and having even a majority plant-based diet. However, I really do stand for eating animal products. And the reason that is, is because in 15 plus years of practice and working with women and seeing the differences that animal proteins and that saturated fats plays in their health has been significant. It has literally been a night and day difference. And Protein is so essential. It is found in everything from our organs to our muscles to tissues to our bones, our skin, our hair. It is a very critical process, part of the process that fuels our energy and carries oxygen throughout the body. 
in our blood. It is what helps to build our neurotransmitters and specific hormones that are involved with mood, digestion, energy, sleep, hunger, satiety, weight gain, weight loss, hormone control, mood support. All of it revolves around eating protein. On top of that, we really do need that saturated fat because it helps us absorb our fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K, which of course play a really huge role with hormonal health, detoxification, as well as supporting bone density. Now, here's really the biggest reason why I'm an advocate for protein is because as we age, we lose muscle mass. And if you've ever done any research, even if you've ever just been around people who are getting older, your grandparents, your parents, what starts to happen is they lose their their muscle mass, they become frail, they become very fragile, and they start to have sarcopenia. And It's really at this stage where it can become the beginning of the end for many people. Um, If you've ever been bedside with, you know, an old relative and have just seen them wasting away, and I've seen it many times where we have a family member that falls, you know, breaks something, you know, breaks a bone, and now they're in the hospital and they can't move, they're immobilized. And now they develop something like an ammonia. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand. And this is where, again, the the beginning of the end can really come for people. And protein plays such an essential role here to maintaining that muscle mass. Because if we really want to support the aging process in a really big way, we want to support our muscle mass. We want to support bone density. And we want to do that by eating protein. And so I I really have seen it firsthand, the impact that it can have on someone's health and not just women's health, but men's health as well. And, you know, if you've ever, again, looked into that literature of frailty and falls and bed rest, the decline is very sharp with a loss of muscle mass. And we want to maintain that muscle mass. So this is where protein is really going to play a role. Now, if you do have a family member that is declining and you are seeing this frailty happen and the sarcopenia happen and you are seeing them losing this muscle mass and just really declining, this is where like amino acid therapy, using amino acids in like powder form is really going to be beneficial for them. Um, There is a really great product called MAP, M-A-P, and it is basically all your amino acids and it's in pill form. It can be a little bit hard to take. Gaytan and his business partner have actually created a product called Rebuild. And it's the MAP product essentially, but in powder form. And I take it every single day. It um, has a little bit of a bitter taste to it. And I mix it into my water. And sometimes I'll put some like L-glutamine and maybe magnesium in there or something like that post-workout. And I will always take that. And it's really important because, like I said, those amino acids play a huge role in our neurotransmitters and, of course, supporting our muscle mass and our muscle density. So I'm really a big fan of it. 
you could try that product map. You can go to strong-athlete.com if you want to learn more about the Strong Athlete products from my partner, Gaytan. And then um, also, if you do have... Uh, you know, family members that can tolerate whey protein. I mean, that could definitely be an option. Um, whey protein specifically, just because the amino acid ratio in there is quite significant, it's, is really great. Um, but, you know, not everybody can tolerate it. Some people are very sensitive to it. I used to take whey protein all the time. And now I just, I do not, I, I don't think I've had whey protein in like maybe five years, six years, something like that. So, um, something to keep in mind. I do really like the pure paleo beef protein. It's a beef isolate. No, it does not taste like beef. Um, you can head on over to shop.holisticwellness.ca and um, you can check out that on our shop. And we do ship to Canada specifically right now. Um, and you can always check out that product. I love the chocolate flavor. It's like my go-to, but I still do take the rebuild from Gaytan, his, his product. Uh, I still do take that every single day. And then if you're going to get it, the other product map that I mentioned, it stands for master amino pattern. It's it's quite pricey. It's not cheap. And you would have to take quite a few capsules. And that's why Gayten was like, I need to come up with another version of this. We're taking him and I, we're both taking it every day. And it just got really, really expensive, like maybe close to $300 a month, give or take, just for that one product. Um, so we were like, we we need another option here. So I'm really glad he came up with the, uh, the powder form and it's way more cost effective and will last you a lot longer. So something to consider. And I know that there might be a bit of hesitancy around this about increasing your protein in- intake. And especially maybe if you are currently vegan, if you are experiencing issues with bone density or cavities or hormonal imbalances, gut dysbiosis, issues with mood and hunger, um, then maybe it's just something to consider. That's all. And that's, I'm just going to, you know, plant that there. I think it's important that we just remain open to different possibilities of healing. And, you know, sometimes we can get really stuck in one way and not want to see the other possibilities that are, that are available to us. And so that's all I'm planting here is that being open to that and seeing what else might be available to you if you're really not feeling well and feeling like you're on a bit of a decline. Okay. So that is number one. We're kicking it off with a bit of controversy with protein. Next up, one of the biggest mistakes that I see women making is excessive cardio. And again, this is going to play a role with muscle mass and muscle loss specifically. And we don't just want to be doing excessive cardio because we want to build that muscle mass. And strength training is so, so important here. It's important for your, obviously, for, for physique, if that's what you're um, interested in it for. But outside of that, it's really important for insulin management and just overall hormonal support. And I'm a really big fan of strength training. It's also going to be amazing for your bone density. And so again, just really being conscious of that excessive cardio or even just excessive exercise in general, because our body needs rest and it needs time to slow down. Uh, it needs that rest and digest phase. And so if you're constantly overdoing it with cardio, um, it can really be very cortisol inducing. Uh, so be really conscious of that one. Okay, next up is, so number three, a big mistake I see is women focusing solely just on weight 
and and the scale and really not diving deeper into the impact of their hormones and truly understanding the impact that their hormones have on their body from head to toe. So I've seen it time and time again, women join some of our online programs join us in either the reset program or the healthy hormones program um, or or something. And, you know, they go through this program for four weeks. They feel lighter. They feel more energized. They're sleeping better. Their skin has cleared up, less headaches, you know, all these amazing symptoms um, that are minimizing or just, you know, have completely gone away, but yet the scale didn't move enough for them. And then now they start to undermine all the small wins and successes that they have. So you have to understand that if your body is starting to experience, you know, less of these other inflammatory symptoms, that means the moodle, the moodle, the needle is moving in the right direction. And weight loss is is a part of the equation, but it's not the whole thing. And sometimes what happens is, you know, weight is a symptom. It's a symptom of something deeper going on in the body. And so focusing on what is off, focusing on where those imbalances are first and seeing the needle move there means you're moving in the right direction. Don't undermine the fact that you now have less headaches and you can sleep better and you have more energy and you feel more balanced and more grounded and you feel less stressed and your skin has cleared up. Like Those are amazing signs that your body is healing. Just because the scale didn't move five pounds the way you were hoping to doesn't mean that you should just give up on everything that you're trying entirely. It takes time and it's really important to understand how hormones play a role here, how estrogen plays a role with weight loss and weight gain and especially estrogen dominance and which can cause you to maintain more weight in your stomach area or in your hips and your butt area. With progesterone, low progesterone can often play a role with weight gain. Thyroid imbalances, if you have low thyroid function, that can play a really big role here. Um, Insulin resistance and blood sugar issues play a massive role with weight gain and weight loss, as well as adrenal hormones and cortisol. If you've got high cortisol, that's also going to play a role with stimulating more fat storage on the body. Same with insulin. So there's so many impacts, you know, there's so many things that your hormones impact and it's really important to start paying attention to that and to dive into testing, which is my next one. Number four up on the list is a common mistake that I'm seeing is women not testing their hormones or even looking at, you know, for example, gut testing as well. And not even looking at any comprehensive blood work. And they're just kind of randomly trying on all these different things, but you haven't really looked at what's truly going on here at a deeper level and using the data from testing. So of course, you know, like we love the Dutch hormone test over here and it's the testing that we use with all of our clients inside of our coaching program where we can truly get a detailed and specific look at what's going on with estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, cortisol, melatonin. It can give us such an amazing picture and it can help us break down even what's going on with your hormone metabolites, how your liver is detoxing all of that. We can see so, so much by looking at testing 
um, especially gut testing with the GI map test that we use and really seeing underlying gut dysbiosis that's happening, infections, fungal infections, parasitic infections. Um, There's a lot to see here, even with comprehensive blood work. We do run a metabolic blood panel for a lot of our clients, mainly those who are diving in specifically to weight loss. We do want to look at certain blood markers. It helps us customize your nutrition plan and program for sustainable long-term weight loss. So we want to look at markers with liver enzymes and your kidney and kidneys and your cholesterol levels. We want to see all of this. We want to look at inflammatory markers. These are the things that really help to move the needle forward because now you have real data about your body and your hormones and your health, and that helps us as as practitioners to really customize something that suits you because we're over here doing personalized, customized nutrition work, and how we do that is by utilizing this data in order to do that, and it's what really moves the needle forward for so many women. So... I can understand, just going back to the point about weight loss, if your goal is to lose weight, we're here to support you and help you through that process, absolutely. But I also want you to start recognizing on a deeper level how your hormones play a role here and where testing can really come in and move the needle for you. Okay, so next up, number five is supplements. Using supplements randomly without knowing what's really effective for you and your health and your hormones. And again, I I don't blame you because when you're listening to different podcasts and people are mentioning all of the things to go try and do, it can be really easy to want to, you know, to get caught up in that and just go buy all the things randomly and stop investing in these products randomly. Work with somebody who can look at the data, understand your health history and your symptoms, and then you can be more strategic with using these products. So things like CBD oil, magnesium, zinc, fish oil, probiotics, these are some things across the board that you don't really need customization or or personalization around. But when you start diving much deeper into things like herbs, or even specifically with dosing, that's where it can get a little bit tricky. So I don't want you to just try everything under the umbrella. You can use some of those foundational supplements because they can really be helpful and move the needle a lot for you. But outside of that, when you're just trying like all of the random things and you're taking way too many things, it gets to this point where you don't even know what's working for you because you're taking so many things, right? And it's hard to pinpoint what's actually working here and what's not. So We really want to be conscious here. Again, testing is going to be so effective and working with someone who can truly dive into your health history and look at symptom history and then from there really design something that's going to be effective for you. Now to expand on this just a little bit more because you might be over there thinking, oh my God, do I have to stop taking my protein powder? What about my collagen that I love adding into my shakes or into my coffee or I'm hooked on the Organifi Harmony or the green juice? These are not the things that I'm really talking about. What I'm talking about is specifically supplements like, for example, DIM, where you think you have estrogen dominance, so you go and you take DIM to support your estrogen, but you actually haven't tested your estrogen, so even though symptomatically you think you have estrogen dominance, you don't actually really know what's going on. Or you read 
about symptoms that are in relation to low progesterone. And now you're like, oh my God, I have low progesterone. So you go to the supplement store and you purchase yam cream to boost up your progesterone levels, but you actually haven't tested your progesterone levels. So you don't really know if that's something that should benefit you or would benefit you or not. These are the things that I'm speaking of specifically when it comes to supplements. And the supplements and herbs that have a direct impact on your sex hormones directly. So estrogen and progesterone and even potentially testosterone. Those are the things where I really want you to be conscious of and do a little bit more investigative work with testing and working with someone to really see what's going on with sex hormones before you invest in those supplements specifically. Okay, next up on the list is, oh, this is a big one, and I see it a lot in our practice, is not doing the deeper investigative health work because you are only going to work with someone based on coverage from your insurance company. And this can also be a little bit tricky because I get how paying out of pocket can be pricey, right? And I do understand that. However, if we're just relying on our what our insurance company will pay for, it is really limiting us on our transformation and our health journey. We're not going to get the answers and the support we really need if we're not willing to show up for ourselves and dive in deeper and really do the investigative health work that is really needed. Because it's complicated. It is. Hormones are very complicated. And, you know, I hate to say it, but as we start aging, and if we haven't really done a lot of this foundational work, it can be really hard to now swing that pendulum back and just relying on your doctors and relying on insurance coverage isn't going to give you a really clear picture of, of what you really need for your health or get to the root of what's really going on. And this kind of relates to my next point, which is about about being reliant on doctors and our what I like to call our sick care system. We don't have a health care system. We have a sick care system that is offering birth control pills and antidepressants and synthetic hormone replacement for women. And it is not giving women the true answers and support that they need. There is no gut testing. There is no comprehensive hormone testing. There are seven-minute doctor visits. There is no understanding of somebody's lifestyle, nutrition, and meals, You know what somebody is eating, what really their symptoms are, health history. Doctors are just not spending the time diving into this and understanding women and their stress levels, their emotions, their sleep, and all of this makes up your health. For a doctor to neglect food is just the wildest thing. And I mean, I I know that this isn't an area that they're trained on, but you're telling me that I should be eating three meals a day to be fueling my body and that if I, and out of those three meals, it doesn't matter what I eat, it's not having an impact on my health and hormones. Like, really? Are you really telling me that? Because it's just wild. It makes no sense. And so we have to really learn how to become our own advocates, really demand for testing, and really stand in our power, asking for what we want, and really showing up powerfully for ourselves by investing in ourselves and working with the right practitioners who are really going to move the needle forward for us. And then lastly on my list is, you know, adopting this sort of mindset where it's, you know, this idea that 
oh, this is just what's supposed to happen to me as I get older, and just really accepting that this is your your new norm and that you can't you can't improve it. This is just what it's gonna be like. You're gonna get old, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna gain weight, you're gonna be moody and feel depressed, like, oh, it's just part of aging. And that is so not the case. So I really want you to reframe your mindset around how you view health and how you view your body and really working on that that level of that self-worth, knowing that you're worth more to not just sit back and, and feel this way. You're worth so much more. You have so much more life ahead of you and energy ahead of you. And just because your doctor maybe told you that this is just a part of aging. Don't take that as face value. So really reframing how you see aging and that it's not about getting older. It's about getting better and being able to show up for ourselves even more powerfully. Because I don't know about you, but the older that I get with each passing year, I give less and less fucks. Yes, this is the truth. And That's a beautiful thing because as you get older and caring less about what's happening in your external world and really starting to honor your internal voice about what you need and what's right for you and letting go of that people pleasing, oh my God, it means you can show up for yourself in such a bigger, more beautiful way. And so that's what I would love to see more women stepping into and adopting this new mindset that I can get better, I can get better, my health is worth it, and that I am worth it, and that I'm improving every single day. And taking self-responsibility to do that because no one is gonna do it for us. We have to step up as uncomfortable as it can be sometimes and really take those steps forward to self-responsibility and and ultimately transformation. Okay, ladies, so that is my episode of the day. I wanted to dive into some of those top wellness mistakes that I see women making. And I hope that perhaps somewhere in this episode, I shared a bit of an aha that is going to help you take a new step forward into your personal health and hormone transformation. If you found the information that I shared today valuable, and if you feel that there's a woman in your life that you can share this with who could really benefit from this information, I would love it if you would go ahead and share this episode with them. You can also leave us a review or a rating on any podcast platform that you listen to us on. As you know, it's always so appreciative for those reviews and those ratings because it helps our show get noticed. It helps it helps us to reach more women globally, which is what we're here for. And we have surpassed the 1 million download mark, which is just so amazing. And I'm so grateful and thankful for it and grateful for you and this epic community showing up every week, tuning in, sharing, and taking on the strategies and the tips that we're sharing with you each and every week. Thank you so, so much for being with me today. I'll connect with you next week. Have an awesome day. 